Gold A-Sides podcast. The stories behind just great rock. Kicking off their world tour here in New Zealand this weekend, the start of the summer concert tour, first show. Tapo on Saturday, Hamilton on Sunday, Queenstown next weekend from Simple Minds frontman Jim Kerr. Hi, how are you? Hello there. Not bad at all. Not bad, Tracy. Not bad. Can't complain. Welcome to New Zealand. Thank you. Well, we appreciate you coming. It is a long way to travel and you've been coming down here since 1981, famously again in 84 for Sweetwaters. Yeah. What a yeah. lineup that was, eh? Simple Minds, In Excess, Talking Heads, Pretenders, Eurythmics. I mean, festivals must be so much fun. Unbelievable. I mean, that, that's a hard one to beat when you look at that lineup. I mean, I say that as a music fan myself because all of those names you mentioned there, I would have had their records in my collection. The idea, looking back now and thinking, wow, what a great thing. But of course, yeah, we've been coming to New Zealand all those years and um, here we are. Who would have thought all those decades later? What a great place to get things going. Really is. And it's a brilliant lineup on the summer tour as well with Texas, Collective yeah. Soul, Studio Echo, you guys. Do you typically get any collabs emerging from these situations when you're thrown together for a couple of weeks? Is there a lot of chat backstage of, we should do something, we should write together? We, yeah, I mean, that does happen. I mean, it's funny when you say that. Texas, their first ever tour, they opened for Simple Minds, so we go way back. But um, I almost, Charlene, they did Glastonbury last, last year, and at the last minute, Charlene called me and said, listen, we want to do Don't You Forget About Me. Unfortunately, I wasn't anywhere around. I was on the south of Italy in the countryside. I said, it's not going to happen. But yeah, so yeah, to answer your question, stuff does happen. Might that collab happen here in New Zealand then? Who knows? Ooh. Who knows? Interesting. And then, of course, after here, you're off to Australia touring with your old mate's Ice House. Uh, congratulations on that song as well, the T-Rex cover you guys have done. How did you settle on that particular song? For people who know Ice, Ice House and the origins of the band, the band called Flowers, and one of the things about Flowers was they did these amazing covers. He's always been great at doing brilliant covers right. and I had been hearing you know we've essentially got the same influences Iva's already covered some of our stuff in the past and he said well what, what do you think and I said well I remember you did that great T-Rex song um, um, but it's good it's got good energy yeah it's turned out really well um, and then from here obviously you're off on the world tour what is it like on the eve of a tour, is it quite daunting to think, wow, the next eight months of work and travel and jet lag, or is it more sort of like Christmas Eve and you're just really excited and want to get it started? It's a bit of both. It's still, it's not called playing music for nothing. We have great fun. But, you know, the level of input to make it as great as it can be, it's, you know, it's a serious study. When was the last time we were here? When was that? We've never played in Taupo before. So anyone coming along or... People, not only will they be seen as the only team on this tour, a lot of people might be seen as the only team in their lives. Exactly. And when that's at stake every night, I kind of intrepidation, but how can I say the band always delivers the songs. <laughs> the songs work. People jump up and down. Yeah. Um, as long as you're there, as long as you're giving it 100%, <laughs> I'm touching wood. It's going gonna, it's gonna to be great. Oh, those classics just go off. I mean, even this morning, Jim, I was driving into work and Don't You Forget About Me was playing on another radio station. It is still on the radio all around the world every day. I mean, its reach is remarkable. And I mean, famously, you were even reluctant to record it back in the day, weren't you? That is such a great story. Yeah. Um, I mean, people 
can't believe when we tell them that, but it is the truth. And I'll... The thing was, in 1985, Simple Minds were already having success all around the world. The only place that was still playing hard to get was America. A record company came to us, and they said something that record companies never said. They said, listen, we really blew it with the last record. It's happened everywhere, and we could have done better. And the next stuff you do, we're really going to promote it. But in the meantime, there is a real good vibe for the band, the college, radios, all the students. Um, there is this movie, it'd be great for you to be in it, would tee things up nicely and all that. And we said, oh, that sounds good, you know, so what about that? And they said, well, they want you to do the main song and all that. Great, great. And they said, so we'll send you the song. And we went, hang on a minute, we do our own songs. Mm. Because we'd always done our own songs. And they said, oh, no, this, this is a song that's been written for the movie specifically to do with the story and all that. And before we'd even heard that, we were going, nah, 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 we, nah, we don't know to do people's songs. Anyway, they sent the demo of Don't You Forget About Me. And to be honest, it was pretty good. It didn't sound anything. It, it didn't, have a, didn't have the big intros. It didn't have the la-la-las and all that. It sounded pretty good, but it didn't sound better than the stuff we were doing. So for months, we were like, just not interested. Until finally the guy who wrote the song, Keith Forsey, was coming to UK and he said, look, I know you're not going to do it, but can I come along to rehearsal and hook up? Maybe we'll do something in the future. We said, sure. He came along and after a couple of days down the pub and all that, suddenly he was our best pal. Oh, yeah. uh, and it was like, oh, that's a shame we're not doing Keith's song. We should just give it a go. We didn't think anything would happen. And lo and behold... That is magic, isn't it? And so that was 1985, as you said, that was, you know, sort of instrumental in getting you broken in America. Is that how you ended up on the American leg yes. of Live Aid instead of the UK one? Exactly. Ah. Geldof was having, Geldof, I said, oh, great. And he said, Go to, I said, oh, no, I want to be with Bowie and you too and all that. And Wembley <laughs> was like, no, nah, well, can't say what he said, you can imagine, mm. um, in his vernacular. We talk, you're number one in America, you've got to go and do it there. Okay. You ended up sharing a stage with Zeppelin. I mean, God, it's not all bad. Not bad. Not bad. Not all bad. One story I do love about you, um, Jim, is when you were a kid, just a young fella in school, music was already so entrenched in you that you could recite all the current songs, what album they came from, who produced <laughs> it, which studio they, studio they used. I love that because I was like that at school as well, a real music nerd. Has that stayed with you? Well... You know what, I'm not so sure, has it stayed with me? I'm probably a nerd for other things now, but I'm a nerd about cooking, I'm a nerd about mm-hmm. other things. But I guess what it was, i tell you what it was, it was all to do with the culture then of um, buying an album. Mm. You took it home and you sat there and you listened and you looked at the artwork and you looked at all the notes and maybe you noticed, oh, they use the same record recording studio as that other band did or oh they mm. used the same engineer or I was just so into just so kind of passionate I mean I just couldn't get enough I mean after 46 years in the business you have just got an endless stream of these kind of stories and I know you were or are working on your memoir is that something that's still going to be happening yeah I mean every day I write mm. uh, um, I often post quite a bit on social media as well which is kind of that's been my demos for my memoirs, mm. and they've, they've had a great reaction. I mean, it sounds so pretentious, my memoir, sitting here with quill in hand. <laughs> but um, it has to tick a lot of boxes. Of course, it's got to tell the story, but I want it to have the right amount of uh, humility, and I want it to be funny, and I want it to, I want it to be a lot of things. Mm. I'm not quite there yet. 
So, so after you've done your memoirs and after you've done your world tour, I mean, obviously you're still releasing new albums, Direction of the Heart as well. What is left that you still really want to do? Have you still got that lifelong dream to work with Kate Bush? Well, just when people ask me that, I mean, I don't, you know, walk around harboring that, but it's, you know, <laughs> it's, it's, it's always a good question. People say, who would you like to work with? Yeah, I'd li- yeah I would certainly like to work with Kate Bush. But uh, right now, what I want to do is be in a great live band and mm. show the world that we're one of them. And that's the challenge that's in front of us this weekend as we begin in New Zealand. Gold A-Sides podcast, the stories behind just great rock. If you enjoyed this podcast, click to share with family or friends. For just great rock, listen to Gold FM anytime, anywhere on iHeartRadio. One of the scariest things you can hear as a parent is quiet. But if you do get a little quiet time, have a listen to the Parenting Hangover. It's not scary at all. If I bump into a couple and they have a boy and they have a girl, and I'm like, oh, boy, girl, snip. You've got a boy, you've got a girl, get the snip. You're done. You get to figure out what it's like raising a girl, you get to figure out what it's like raising a boy. Save yourself a ton of stress and money. You've got your perfect little family. The Parenting Hangover with Clinton Jordan. New episodes every Thursday on iHeartRadio or wherever you get your podcasts.